Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the WTF1 podcast. My name is Matthew Gallagher, and joining me is... Tommy. Burn. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say Jess. Just the, the, just, but that's not just my the name. banter. But you could have been Jess just for that one moment. Anyway, hello and welcome. We're going to talk about the 2019 Russian. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote it's there and I was like, that's wrong. And I still... I'm Ron it. Burgundy. The Japanese Grand Prix. And uh, well, we didn't even know if we'd be sat here today talking, talking about a Grand Prix, did we? Because... Well, I forgot I've seen this morning, so I might understand. That wasn't what I was quite alluding to. It was oh, really? more the typhoon Hegibis. Is it Hegibis? Hegibis. 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 Yeah. I don't know. But either way, let's do some three word race reviews uh, from the Japan. I, I wrote Japan Grand Prix, the Japanese Grand Prix. Yep. Fans, Matty Johnson 17, worth waking up. Daniel Orr, Daniel Orr signs fifth again. Fabi six underscore Lewis, it's James. And Vincent underscore photographer underscore wish it rained. A few uh, different three-word race reviews. Obviously, a lot of these guys, uh, especially the ones from Europe, would have been very tired uh, probably watching these races and maybe a little bit grouchy. But uh, it seems like everyone's at least half happy with it, although wish it rained. I think we all thought it would probably be raining considering there's a typhoon in the area. But It was strange seeing the, the pictures of um, Japan afterwards and it, you know, just having beautiful blue sky and you wouldn't have known the, the chaos that had occurred. I mean, they packed everything, pretty much everything down. And I was concerned that they would probably not do qualifying because essentially you have the Thursday where they're setting everything up. Friday, they did practice. Sat, uh, Friday evening, they obviously packed everything down because the typhoon was hitting and they had to repack it all again. It could have quite easily, you know, the putting the two things on the same day was a bold call but a bold call but mm. you have to, it has to be done doesn't it you can't just have uh, yeah, things yeah. flying around especially when they're temporary structures it was, oh yeah it was nice for once as well to see them being proactive about the decision and not just sitting trying to do qualifying in a typhoon like people just talking for hours and just wondering oh well after sitting three hours and watching this it's been postponed to tomorrow after all. yeah yeah yeah, right. yeah like, they actually made a a decision before Saturday. Yeah, was like a lot of, uh, was it Kota a few years ago that you knew there was going to be this horrendous weather and they delayed it. Everyone was sat in the stand. It's still raining. Shock, they're not going out. It's getting worse. <laughs> it's wetter. Wow, they're still not going out. Who would have thought when it's raining still? It's just, of course, that's going to happen. Of course it's going to happen. And uh, Dan, Kamoa t-shirt, loving it. Yeah. Uh, whereabouts did you get that from? And once you do that, I'm just going to go turn the aircon off because I don't know if it's being picked up on the microphone. Do that. What's the Kamoa shirt from? It's it's from the Kamoa website. Would you believe it? <laughs> this is not in any way <laughs> sponsored by Kamoa, by the way. No. Oh, that's a lot. And he's back in the room. Hello and welcome. Right, Dan. Let's talk about your three-word race review because I think uh, it tees us up nicely. Uh, yeah, Super Sunday rocks. Why does Super Sunday rock, Dan? Because I really enjoyed, even though I had to get up at two a.m. and then stayed awake for far too long. I really enjoyed having 
qualifying in the race on the same day. Yeah, I, I didn't get up for qualifying. Nowhere near. Didn't get uh, up for the race either, did you? Uh, well, I thought I had. <laughs> uh, but I told myself it was 10 past 7 rather Interesting. than 10 past 6. Uh, we, we went for three different strategies then because I got up for qualifying, went back to bed, and then got up for the race. So we got we, up for we, qualifying. Oh. So we split our strategy between the three of us. Well, I went for no stopper, so I should have some sort of penalty or something. Yeah, I, I went for like. a one stop. And, and I went, went for a prolonged one stop. I went onto the hard tyres. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, uh, so at CFC underscore Craig says, should qualifying in the race be on the same day? Uh, for Japan? No, please don't, because 2 a.m. I mean, ugh, we, we kind of had the struggles of what people in Australia have every yeah. single race weekend. Yeah, so we, we moan about it like once or twice a year, but for yeah. a lot of fans, that's like 18 races a year. Like yeah, and the majority of ours is 10 past two or 10 past one in the afternoon and it's really not that bad no. at all but uh, for me yeah definitely uh, i actually really enjoyed again like this whole just action-packed sunday it was yeah it's almost like you know super sunday like football you know big mm. big games and you know you can watch one game and another game it's like watching qualifying and then the race you know you had two things to look forward to um i really enjoyed the jeopardy of it as well so like qualifying it didn't just matter for the grid because if something happened and like we saw kubitzer and magnuson crash it was like oh How's that? Is that going to affect their race? Yeah. So it's kind of like at Monaco when you have FP3 and it's a critical session because if you make a mistake in that, it affects the qualifying. I felt like it was kind of the same sort of thing with qualifying in the race. Yeah. The same day. I mean, it adds jeopardy, but I think at the same time, obviously one of the, I don't, I don't even know what the main reasons are for not having qualifying race on the same day. But for me, if someone does crash in qualifying, I wouldn't want them to miss the race because of it. Yeah. I mean, they used to have a warm up back in the nineties, but that was when. They had spare cars and yeah, things that they yeah. could jump into. Tea uh, cars. Yeah, tea cars, yeah. Uh, for me, personally, I saw a lot of people praising it. Um, I wasn't massively sold. I do, I do like the idea, but personally, I still would rather see practice ditched. I'd, oh. I'd rather, rather <laughs> than... So, so I saw a lot of people saying, oh, I love this format. Let's have practice on Saturday and then qualifying in the race on Sunday. I like that Saturday has, you know, has a mean? big thing. And if you want that those benefits, just get rid of Friday. Because as we've said so many times on this podcast, the racing's better. I mean, I'm a huge F1 fan. I've followed it for a very long time. Have you? Absolutely love it. Oh, so, really? Yeah, shock. I would never. Shock. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Sorry, you're, um, the founder of, you're the founder of WT1, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, but I just, I just I, sorry, I just don't enjoy practice. It just doesn't do anything for me. I'm just... <laughs> don't I love, like it i love how you've turned around the question of should qualifying a race be on the same day too i hate practice get rid of it <laughs> yeah but what, what i'm saying is you know that i'd rather them get rid of that than try and squidge the qualifying race on the same day yeah. just to get into this two-day weekend yeah uh, to be fair i like the fact qualifying is on saturday because it is a race weekend then isn't it it's you have something to look forward to on the saturday and you have something to look forward to on the sunday as well and i think mm. that qualifying a race takes up a lot of your time as well like you're kind of hanging around especially if the qualifying is on at 12 p.m and then you've got the race at five you're kind yeah. of just like oh well do i go out do i do i not i, I never go out it's not a problem for me. <laughs> but i guess it would also be quite a long day for the spectators as well if you're going to cram in that and then also the support races and everything else that would be i don't know yeah. i mean despite despite all the kind of very uh the, the big backlash from a lot of fans and drivers that seem to not be happy about f1 trying to mix up the schedule personally i'm i would quite happily see the odd race yeah uh, so, you know different like weekends you've got 20 what 22 races next year yeah. I'd, I'd happily you know 
if you have a qualifying race that starts yeah qualifying race um, next time there's one race where they don't do Friday practice the next one maybe they put them on the same day yeah I'm happy to yeah, keep yeah. it fresh. Mix like it up a mystery a bit. Why box. not? They don't know what they're actually going to get until they get there. Oh, we're having five races on Saturday and no races on Sunday. Free it, practice on Sunday. It was quite <laughs> funny with the uh, with with Saturday being cancelled. F1 showed the 2005 Japanese Grand Prix where Kimi wins from yeah, 17th on the grid. YouTube, yeah. And uh, I I went on Twitter to tweet something and uh, went on Twitter it, to tweet. I went something. on Twitter to tweet something. Wow. And. Uh, I noticed that someone had already put it, so I didn't actually end up tweeting it. But it was, um, was uh, I think it was Glenn Freeman from uh, Autosport had tweeted it and uh, had the, exactly the same idea that was them showing that race is almost like reverse grid propaganda to uh, <laughs> <laughs> to like get all the fans to go, oh, actually, this is a brilliant idea. All the <laughs> rubbish cars are at the back. and uh, Sorry, all the best cars are at the back say, and well. it's an uh, <laughs> amazing, amazing race. So I don't know. Interesting. Well, uh, so are we a fan of Super Sunday then in, in general? or would I, I wouldn't like to see it implemented for every single race. There's the occasional race. thing. I would enjoy but, it. I but, enjoyed it this week. Yeah, weekend. for the ones that are maybe not 2 a.m. starts for us. You know, maybe it's, a, as I say, a 12 and a 4, just occasionally. Right. You know? Why do you hate Australia so much? Because it's early. Really, really early. Right, Tommy, three-word race review. Talk to me. Bottas' favour returned. Now, when you were writing this, I thought, Bottas blushes spared would have been so much better. What do you think, Dan? Which one was better? Oh, I think Tommy's is better. Oh, oh right. Uh, so Get out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, saw some reaction to this again. People going, oh, you Hamilton fanboy. And you, why do you hate Bottas so much? Which I'm sure Jess will appreciate. Um, she's so not, messaging yeah, you saying that. Uh, say, saying this because I put, I basically put this on my, my Twitter that there's, there's no denying that Bottas deserved the race. He was... Absolutely brilliant. He was back to this 2.0 Bottas. Like he had so much pace, got an amazing start. But Hamilton could, there, there's no doubt in my mind that Hamilton could have won that race by staying out. And if he had, Mercedes would have finished 1 2, not 1 3. Yep. So although it's a difficult decision for Mercedes because it would screw Bottas, he's driven this amazing race and then everyone would be with their pitchforks going, why are you screwing Bottas all the time? They would have got a better result, in my opinion, than if they had pitted, uh, hadn't pitted Hamilton. And also, there's no doubt in my mind that if Rosberg was still the title challenger, there's absolutely no way Hamilton would have pitted. No, not with... Obviously, yeah. he's got a huge lead in the championship and it's something that he can he knows afford, he's to, win afford to let go. Um, but obviously, we had a lot of insight from AWS Insights and their uh, amazing tire oh. graphic which was quite possibly the least insightful thing I've ever seen. Uh, um, was there a question about that later? Should we just jump onto that that question now? I mean, if you can find... Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. Sebi, Sebi... Yeah, I mean, at SebiStrut99, do you like the new tire life graphics? I honestly hate them since they are really in no way reliable. It's... Uh, clearly it's another way for AWS to get their what was what noise was that? <laughs> um AWS to get their uh, their sponsor stuff in, which fine. Okay, they're thinking of new innovative ways to uh inform the fans. But unfortunately there's no informing actually happening. No. It's more it's more of a case of right, so but we've spoken to Pirelli and they say that these tires will last X amount of laps and the rears are gonna degrade more than the fronts and maybe the left side more than the right side. Exactly. So they've just gone, Okay, uh Hamilton is catching Vettel, uh, which we saw on the uh, soft tires. Oh, was it soft? It was soft, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but 
but his rears are on 10%. That's yeah. exactly what yeah. I wrote down in my notes. It said that Hamilton had 10% on his rear tyres and Vettel had something like 40 and yeah. Hamilton was going like two seconds a lot quicker than Vettel. The fact that that they are just essentially I don't like I don't like that graphic because they are essentially just guessing it, and yes. yeah. regardless of how good a driver is on their tires and how or how bad they are on their tires, it's it always going to be the same thing. information. Yeah. So yeah. someone might have brilliantly saved their tires, um, gone for this massive long stint, and the graphic. I wonder if someone does that, the graphic will be like, "You've got a puncture." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all four tires are on. Apparently, uh, no, you've actually got no tires left. They've disintegrated <laughs> and they're on fire. But you're. Well, that's going to happen at some point. If they continue with that and they'll just cut to a car that then just gets a puncture and then it goes 80% fire line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be. That's going to be. What did, what did you make of it, Dan? Oh, I didn't like it. I mean, I get why they're doing it. They're trying to sort of give more information, but the information is misleading and it's not correct. Yeah, because they've clearly extracted it from the F1 game it's... and gone, this is exactly what F1 game players see. Let's put it in the race. But there's no yeah. real time data made behind no, it. No, it's so... just machine learning estimates based on data from three days ago or however many, whatever, I don't know. Yeah, because we no. know how, how accurate Pirelli are with their estimates. Not at all. They go, oh, this softs can go 15 laps and then they go 25 and... Yeah, that, and it all comes down, as you say, to the driving yeah. styles and things like that. Yeah, so. exactly. The amount of times that they've, you know, they've promised two-stop races and huge tire deg, and then Grosjean does 50 laps on the yeah. super soft yeah, or something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he would have been a minus 70% short yeah, if exactly. that graphic come up for yeah. that. But, um, but back to the Bottas thing. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It, Hamilton could have easily won that race, I think, yeah. because he was, he was pushing, and I remember the team radio when he came in, he was like, right, push up push now and he was like what do you think i've been doing for the last 15 laps or whatever but if he's managing his pace a little bit more 100 percent, he could stay out may i reckon bottas would have probably caught him but Sorry, he would have i'm had just a... laughing at <laughs> because i forgot you didn't put any notes on your screen and it's just a picture of alan partridge eating a table array well, so uh, it just caught my right. eye and it just okay. made, i couldn't stop laughing but do you want to show the camera uh, dan to, to people we'll, that we'll flash it out. okay there, there you go there you go boom uh, but back to my point. Great content. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah. God, Tommy, you're so distracted. Um, yeah, I think that Hamilton probably would have been under pressure from Bottas, but he wouldn't have finished third. No, I think by pitting him, you basically said, right, Hamilton, you might get Vettel for second, but you'll probably finish third. <laughs> and we literally need to save Bottas. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, but just from a team perspective, and then if they'd left him out, it would have been, this will probably be a one-two. You're not going to get you might get caught by Vessel, but you might not. So I did I did see um on Sky, I think it might have been James Allison was at Breckley. I think they interviewed him afterwards. And one of the reasons which like to be fair to Mercedes, um they said, you know, if they'd have done this, Bottas may have been catching Hamilton. And it just gives them when when they've already pretty much won the constructors Get the the driver's title is stitched up, gives them like unnecessary stress yeah. when Bottas is going to be going. You know, you've screwed me. There'll be both the drivers will be arguing. Bottas might want to go for a move on Hamilton. Might get a risky yeah. move and they crash yeah, into yeah. each other. So it was the safe. Option. It's a tough. It's a safe. Is they played it very safe basically, and they were they were lucky in the end that Hamilton got the fastest lap point to win. Well, just to win. I know they were going to win it anyway, yeah. but it secured it. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, interesting. But uh, a, a bit disappointing. I, cause it wasn't would exactly have made it a better most, race. Yeah, it wasn't exactly the most interesting battle for the lead. Uh, obviously, Bottas just checked out and yeah. Vettel was kind of slow, especially towards the end of his stints when the tyres started to go away quicker uh, on the Ferrari than they did on the Mercedes. But yeah, it, it, I, I kind of sat there going, hold on, so Bottas is going to have to overtake Hamilton for the win. Because originally they had told him that, hadn't they? They said, Bottas, right, you've pitted again. Hamilton's now going to stay out. You're going to have to pass him to win. Wasn't yeah. it something like that? I mean, if I was Bottas, I'd be like, huh? Because I think, um, I, know ba- I know Bottas was, um, obviously drove absolutely amazingly well. But I think, I, f- I feel like Hamilton was led to believe he was on a one-stop. So he wasn't exactly going yeah. hammer time every single lap. So, and Interesting. If, and if you, look, if you look at the people that um, did do a one-stop in the midfield, it was all the midfield drivers that had a good race. So Sainz, Ricardo, Gasly. So it, it was very much possible. I think the commentators at one point said that I haven't got the exact uh, number of laps, but I think it may have been Sainz. They said maybe did 29 laps and all Hamilton had to do was 31. Right. So mm. it wasn't going to hit the cliff. Yeah, I, I remember so. seeing sort of towards the end of Hamilton, just before he pitted, the gap from him to Sainz was quite similar. So I don't know if maybe the Mercedes was hurting his tyres more or if Hamilton was just saving them more. Mm. Well, speculation, but uh, yeah, I just like the graphics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, uh, my three-word race review now was uh, "Wake Up Stewards." Uh, I actually commented that on the uh, Instagram post that we put up every single race. Of course, weekend, you did. Um, saying, you know, whatever your three-word race review is, and people got very angry with that. But I think they were just misunderstanding what I really was meaning because I think people actually thought I was complaining that Charles got a penalty, uh, and that's not the case <laughs> at all. Uh, it was more the fact that just wake up and make some decisions and uh, make the right ones as well. That clear as day, right ones. Some of them anyway. Uh, I'm sure, I know Tommy has a differing opinion on one particular incident, which we'll get into. Um, at Smith Sajuji, what's your opinion on the stewards' decision to investigate the Leclerc Verstappen incident after the race? Now, for me, I don't. I didn't like any of the process that went on with no. that entire no. incident. For one. It's absolutely clear as day that Leclerc has wiped out Verstappen. Yep. Like they're, they're, yeah. Like, there's no way that you go, okay, it's a racing incident. Verstappen's turned in, and in on him or anything like that. I know he couldn't have lap. left him more room on the no. inside. <laughs> and, I, and I love the team radio when Verstappen gets told that there's <laughs> that, that stage one, there's no investigation. <laughs> uh, and, and he genuinely, you could hear in his voice, he was absolutely perplexed yeah, yeah. as to why <laughs> it wasn't being investigated. And I just love that sort of. Brutal honesty from uh, from his team radio. So obviously, yeah, first stage not being investigated, and then obviously they've seen the backlash from the teams and everything else, and gone, okay, we probably should investigate this. Apparently, the reason for that I read read today that uh, an investigation was reopened because of new evidence. What they opened which, their eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because uh, I mean, yeah. you watch the replay, you saw Leclerc clearly got some dirty air from Vettel's car and understeered straight into Verstappen. What more? I I think this is something you said as well, and we've said in so many podcasts. If that's the case, what what does speaking to Charles Leclerc after the race do? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. It's his fault. That's it. End of it. Those kind of incidents, you don't need telemetry or anything like that to be able to make a decision. Probably the point of the driver stewards that are up there to go. Yes, this is what's happened from a driving perspective. 
and then the stewards. Yeah, otherwise, them. what's the point of having the driver representative yeah, steward? Yeah. Because they should be a racing driver that can put themselves in the driver's shoes from a yeah. non-biased perspective. Yeah. Because are you telling me that if, like, I mean, Charles, to his credit, said, I messed up, yeah. I ruined Verstappen's race, sorry. But if Charles had gone, oh, I didn't do anything. What, what are you talking about? Would the stewards gone, oh, oh, no, you didn't actually, did you? No. That's fine. Well, uh, you didn't when crash you drive into for that red team. Uh, apparently, you have uh, a bit more assistance than others. But Ooh. yeah, it is uh, not my, not me. Other people claim it. Yeah, no. Ferrari International. And assistant. then when Mercedes win, they're the favourites. And then when Red yeah. Bull win, they're the favourites. Yeah, whenever there's a, there's a path, there's a path kind of yeah. uh, advantage in the uh, inverted commas. But yeah, because then we had the twenty or however many laps it was where they were under investigation. I don't understand this. I mean, other series, <laughs> so. For instance, like the DTM, I'm pretty sure sometimes I've seen the graphic come up saying incident under investigation before the incident actually finished happening. <laughs> and then within like a lap, they make a decision. Yeah. The penalty is taken and then the race carries on. By delaying it the whole race, that affected the way Ferrari might have run their race if they'd yeah. known he'd got a penalty for it sooner. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And exactly that. They pitted Leclerc for the fastest lap, which then put which him then within screwed. striking yeah. distance of, of Carlos Sainz. Oh, no, of Danny Rick. So for me, I, I just don't get it because however many laps it should it was, be sorted after the race in the race. And for something so clear as day, I, I just don't I don't understand what I can what understand the last two, three laps that you need to do it yeah, after the race. Yeah. But lap one of a race How, yeah it's an like, hour and a half long race if they were stewarding Le Mans and an incident <laughs> happened on the first lap would we have to wait a day to find hours, out yeah. what happened <laughs> yeah it's so true insane. and Juan Pablo Montoya made a really good point in our latest YouTube video where he was saying about how the stewards react to different incidents depending on where they happen on the track in terms of position wise so near the front of the field they make an enormous deal out of it if that's Grosjean going into the side of Perez Grosjean's getting a 10 second penalty before he's through turn four. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's all of it. Yeah. It, was five, it was only five seconds that they gave to Kerr as yeah. well. I, for absolutely destroying Verstappen's I, race. I do slightly understand that, though, because they've always been a bit more lenient on the first and lap. On first lap collisions, yeah. Yeah. I don't think the thing with, look, I think the five second penalty was fair. I don't, I don't think it should have been a harsh penalty because essentially he got understeer. I know his responsibility, it was a mistake from him. But it is it is a bit different on the first lap. Yeah, so understeer, but I think it was a bit of desperation in there as well. Yeah, because he got a terrible start. Yeah, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, as soon as I saw story, them yeah. going side by side, I was like, yeah. "There's going to be contact here." And, and the fact that sooner. it's Max and Charles, they've <laughs> yeah. got a bit of beef this they've season, beef. and they're they're really trying to one up each other yeah. as being the next superstar, aren't they? And it's showing every time those two are wheel to wheel, whether they're crashing or what, something's happening. Exactly. Uh, at F1aholic says, why are the stewards so inconsistent? Technically, you could argue that they are consistently inconsistent. So, yeah. what? I don't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say. I, I think this race is a bit of a anomaly, anomaly yeah. where they drop the ball a little bit. Uh, I've said it in quite a few of the recent podcasts that I do like the approach that they're going with yeah, the yeah, whole no, let, let this go, uh, Alban. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I do like that they've done that. Yeah, I, no, I, I like the fact that they're allowing them to race. But I guess obviously we had that whole inconsistency when they did change their approach. 
But that was from, I guess, the people that didn't really understand that they had changed their approach. So they're going, why did Vettel get a penalty for this? And then, you know, there was Monza and, and all that yeah. uh, controversy. But yeah, I know what you say, like the stewards dropped the ball, but why are they dropping the ball? They're the F1 stewards. They should have a clear cut system rather than, I, I guess, because it's the thing of like, okay, this collision gets a five second penalty, which they decide in three laps. Why does something so clear as day as Charles versus Max have to take a whole race? Like that that's mm. the inconsistency that yeah. just shouldn't happen. They should have to make a decision. And people I know the argument is, oh well, we don't want them to make a decision that's wrong. But <laughs> like yeah. the, the rules are there. Like, maybe, look at the rules, go, okay, he's hit him off. Penalty. Maybe because they uh, were doing qualifying as well, that they were just like tied at the end of the yeah, day. They're like, I've already done qualifying, smooth. do I have to really steward this race as well? <laughs> Come on. I am aware we are ranting a little bit, so I apologize. But I think people like us ranting, uh, especially against the stewards. And what I also found weird was that they then decided to slap another 10 second penalty on him after the race for something completely different, which was to do with his, w- uh, his wing coming off. Yeah. Like yeah. Driving a dangerous car, which I didn't realize was under investigation anyway. I thought it was just the incident though it sounded like there was confusion between uh martin saying that ferrari said they were going to pit him so that's why maybe the stewards didn't give him the black and orange flag yeah and then they kind of and then then, charles was very adamant that he was like no it's fine we'll carry on yeah but then obviously charles can't see the damage from where he's sitting so his car feels okay so he doesn't want to pit because it'll ruin his race and then he's told to pit again on the second lap and it comes off so then maybe ferrari think well, yeah, oh, that's when ferrari came the, over and well, the damage is gone so carry on yeah, but then yeah. they were told no you've got to pit him which was uh, that was scary as well that, i did that not was, feel comfortable watching no that, that was awful no. uh, especially when you've got it's such a high speed track in the last sector and it came off obviously going down the straight into yeah. hamilton's face pretty much and you look at i've said it in ibr which you guys wouldn't have seen yet but you, you know you've got incidents like massa you know, of where yeah. a small spring wasn't it that came off Barrichello's car? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And hit him, obviously he was very unlucky, but this is a massive piece yeah. of end plate which is flapping off. Re- Ferrari would have seen that immediately. Yeah. But and I, I guess know it's not he, down to even them. Even if it had it to... come off, the wing could have failed and then he could have just understeered into the wall at 130. Yeah, it could have been like, like a Vettel in Bahrain. You know, it could have gone under the car or, or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. if you're doing that into 130R, that you're going straight into that wall and it's pretty... Yeah, you could have an absolutely horrendous accident. And also, I know they've got the halo, but that doesn't that doesn't stop, doesn't no, stop no. it. I mean, the halo, the way it's it's shaped, it doesn't cover everything. Especially if it comes in at an angle. Yeah, exactly. Anything. It yeah. could have been awful. It could have been. And uh, I I was sat there going, this is going to be a disaster. And uh, especially when I know, I know it's a glorious. <laughs> okay, we are. Okay, hold on. We need to walk around a second. <laughs> Okay, we're back in the light now, and <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we were all in the same kind of opinion that that wasn't cool. No. And, and I think for me, the steward should be on the phone immediately, going, "You have to pit." Like, yeah. They look at that, they go, "That's dangerous. Get in the pits." Because especially when you've got that clip, which that I remember now, that's what I was about to say. Where obviously very impressive, great, you know, Charles Leclerc going one thirty R one handed whilst holding his wing mirror down. Yeah, that in itself, I mean, come on, you're going in the pits, please. Yeah, because that wing mirror. I could fly off into the crowd. I yeah. could fly off anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wasn't cool with that. So 10 second time penalty was the very least. Uh, yeah. In my I opinion. Do you, Dan, do you know, because me and Tommy don't, do you know how many points he got for the I, whole I'm thing? I'm not sure if Leclerc got, got any points. points. Did he get any points? No. Oh, Strange thing. Because yeah. usually they do. I think the, 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 uh, I think the 
probably because it was a first lap penalty, I think they went a bit lenient on it. Okay. And uh, the, the damage thing, I think they were more annoyed with Ferrari than for not calling their driver. Yeah. Right. But to be and fair, he did disobey well, them a little bit. He, a little but then bit, they yeah. changed their mind. If you listen to the the team radio, well, yeah, he was like, "I want to come in. No, I want to come, come in." And then they said, "Come in." And then they went. No, and then he, and then he said no. And then he said, "No, actually, do come in." And then Ferrari were like, "No." Yeah. It yeah, was yeah. it was chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, another interesting little Ferrari incident that we need to talk about, which uh, has caused a lot of discussion. I say discussion in a very loose term, usually just throwing insults online. But yep. uh, at XY Tricks, does the jump start ruling need clarification? It seems Vettel only got off because of the transponder when to the human eye he clearly jumped the start, even if he immediately stopped. I know that we have differing opinions uh, in this room, yeah. so this should be uh, an interesting little tussle. But uh, f- for me, yeah, it's it's an odd one because you sit there. You didn't. I didn't actually notice it really when you had the straight down the line. Oh no, you could no, you couldn't no. tell from that, could you? But a fan video was was the thing that kind of hit me as that's ah, a bit dodgy. What is going on outside? I don't know if you're getting any of this. No, you probably won't show up. But um, but yeah, it, it was the fan video where he's. You can see how far he's gone forward, even though it doesn't really look that much on the point of view camera. You can see how much he moves forward, stops, and then goes again. Now I know it's within within the rules what happened, but for me, I still think that should, if it isn't at the moment, be a jump start. I I agree with you on that. That I know it's the rules, and there's all this sensor stuff and transponder. If you roll in your grid box, surely you should get a penalty because what's what's to say you don't just start slightly behind it, roll forward during the lights and then go? Yeah. It just seems odd to me when it's so obvious. It, it wasn't like the Bottas one in Austria where it looked like as the lights went out and it was really close, he moved when there were five red lights on. Yeah. So, I think on. it's completely two well, completely different scenarios. But Dan, you, you have a slightly different opinion. You've you can't say that you're going to penalise a car because it moves before the light's gone out because otherwise you'd be getting probably penalties for some driver or another at every single race because when drivers engage the clutch or different start maps, the cars will roll to varying degrees. So there's got to be a tolerance in there to allow for some movement. Um, I'll admit that the amount Vettel moved yeah. and stayed within that tolerance surprised me because so when you first saw it did you think that would be a penalty i i did think that would be a penalty um yeah but the the fia have that tolerance and they don't say what it is because obviously if they say oh yeah you're allowed to roll 30 centimeters they'll do or move for two turns everyone will start doing it yeah so for them to keep it a secret is Mm. fair enough and not want to explain too much into why he didn't get a penalty whether that tolerance is too big maybe needs to be looked at but i think if the FIA say that Vettel didn't jump the start according to their rules and their data, I think it's just a black and white issue and you can't really... It's maybe something that, um, say, like, you know, the somewhere in the midfield that might happen in a few races. Yeah. But the, the fact that it's such a high-profile thing where the driver on pole has moved, I think that's brought this issue into the... Yeah. You know, into yeah. this big discussion. Yeah, because I don't think... We wouldn't be uh, <laughs> losing our minds if Robert Kubitz were at the back of the grid as well, did mm. it? And had a little roll. I would because he wasn't on the grid in the pit lane. Okay, well, fair. <laughs> wow. All right, thanks, Dan. The, um, <laughs> I can always rely on you. <laughs> <laughs> There's something uh, quite interesting, actually, when F1, just recently I've just watched F1 shared a video of the start 
and uh, I've got a theory of Bottas's start that um, watching it, if you if you proper like pause, play, pause, play, pause, play, like Freeze frame right. it, yeah. um, I I'm entitled to believe that Bottas reacts to Vettel, and that's why he gets such a good start. So he sees Vettel go, who obviously moves just before the red lights go off. Yeah, Bottas sees Vettel moving, and Valtteri goes. And the lights go off literally the millisecond <laughs> as he moves. So it's almost worked perfectly for Valtteri that he's seen Vettel move, almost like reacted because he's seen the car in front go. And the lights have changed at like the perfect time. So how how, how is that not anticipating the lights or seeing? Because he probably, the there was probably um, enough of a delay. Like the Austria one where there's enough of, uh, it's done on human. Uh, like a physical Reaction human effect, can right. no no not react within 0. 0.0000, but they can react within 0. 0.0002, yeah, yeah. even though it's very unlikely. Yeah. So even if you do that, you're still not and jumping anticipating you're not jumping the start. It's an Interesting. odd one. It's a, yeah, it's a very <clears throat> very strange uh, ruling, but uh, it's not well, something we'll probably speak about. Yeah, it's one of those problems that comes up and you everyone's confused and outraged, but it'll probably never happen again. Well, that's the problem, several though. Years. It happened with Kimi, literally the race before. That was a proper <laughs> jump. Yeah, yeah he rolled one, a lot. Yeah. Obviously, a lot forward. of people were comparing the two and going, what's the difference? But the difference was Kimi's absolutely gone out of his grid box past the transponder yeah. thing, and that's the difference between why he got a penalty, a big one, and Vettel got nothing. Yeah. So, right, moving on. No more moaning, maybe. Who <laughs> knows? Well, uh, let's talk about the next uh, incident, which was uh, Albon. He had a great race, I- I'd say, for, hi- yeah. for him. And not in a horrible way, but in terms of P4. Good weekend, yeah. He had a bad start, losing two positions to both of the McLarens, yeah. which uh, he doesn't seem to be very strong on his starts, does he? I think that's just a Red Bull thing in general. And yeah. the McLaren seems to be particularly <coughs> good to start as well. Yeah. Yeah. So he fell behind uh, both McLarens, but got past them. One of them was uh, an interesting move. At Mariam underscore HC says, Albon deserved a penalty, right? No, no, this was when he went past Lando. Yeah, I don't think he did. Not I think that was right. a that was a strong move. Yeah. Yes, it was like borderline, but it's 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 been it was a move that within these new stewarding regulations, if you like. So after what Verstappen did to Leclerc in Austria, um, with his you know banging wheels, they're giving a little bit of leeway for these forceful moves, and I, I, you know. They banged wheels on the side. They didn't. It wasn't like Albon on an F1 game used him as a brake and rammed into the back of him I to get like the he move. Did a little bit. No, he, he did bumped on the side, and I think he would have made the corner. Yeah. Um, and I think Lando himself didn't actually put too much complaint. In. I don't know whether that was because yeah. it's Albon and they're proper chums. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I saw them in the interview pen, and they were like bantering a little bit. But I don't think Lando would really have been like, well, "What the hell are you doing?" If that's for the lead, I guarantee that's a completely different story. Yeah, and Lando but would be I on think the, I he think was Lando's, on the road anyway, wasn't he? Saying, yeah. oh, but you know, he pushed me off the track." But there are quite a few quotes from him afterwards that said, "Like that was a pretty ballsy move and fair, fair enough." Yeah, it didn't really affect my race. To get a penalty for it after the race. So. Interesting. Yeah. I thought it was just over the line. I thought it was close, but I think that I felt it was a little bit too hot. I think he went in a little bit too hot, personally for me. For me, but. Uh, it, it didn't help that Lando didn't see him coming, which obviously accentuated that, the incident a bit more. I think that's part of it, because he, he turned in and didn't realise until literally there was no more room no for him to, to turn in. I think if he'd have seen him a bit earlier, then Albon would have still probably completed the move. Mm. Yeah, um, I think Lando would have had to go off the track, though. That's where it's 
if he had gone in a little bit slower, maybe fine. But for me, a little bit just over there. I, I, just just a five seconds. That's all I'm. That's all I'm after. Not no, a stop no, and go. That's, that's what I want to see from Alvin, though. I think that's what Red yeah. Bull and that's I, what I Red like Bull wants. Yeah. going for it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just felt that that one was just a little bit too hot, personally. Agree to disagree. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. We're we're allowed to have differing opinions, right? Internet. That's what learn from this. <laughs> yes, differing opinions. I respect you. Okay, next. Slight confusion at the race end, where we had uh, lap fifty-two of fifty-three being the end race results. Um, at Mars underscore NV, where did Perez finish with two ends? He's not you know, finished with one end. Come on, what the hell was that ending? I mean. Care to explain, Dan? You're the you're the F1 guru. What happened? Uh, it was a checkered flag on the timing system, not the not the actual flag. The timing right. system flag was displayed one lap sooner. And <laughs> so I love how they've introduced this to hopefully stop having no the it, the the, 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 it's the light, isn't it? The, there's a there's a little square. They have the safety car and yeah. a yellow flags and things, and the checkered flag came up on that light. Yeah. As well as That's obviously mad. the timing, yeah. So they have because to for go some on. reason the checkered flag has this weird power in F one where <laughs> if it comes out, the race has to end on that lap. I guess I understand. A human that. can't yeah. go. Oh no, actually, there's a lap to go. But so then I guess if a marshal trips up on lap two, picks up the flag, it. and like kind of just <laughs> oh, waves the flag. Oh my god! That's imagine. it. Lap imagine two, that. like science is in second. No, but or everyone would be disqualified because no one's done their mandatory pit stop. Oh, and yeah, no one has classified so who no win? points <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean it is such a weird one it was it happened in canada uh when winnie harlow yes but, I but to be fair to her she was told to yeah. wave it a lap early yeah. um <laughs> they probably said to her you need to wave the flag yeah. she's gone okay yeah. now <laughs> and also it happened in china as well it's happened quite a few times oh, recently in years and, and another series as well it tends to happen at like yeah, at least once a year, in and I think it's so noticeable the fact that the results go back, and then this one, the fact that Perez has finished, uh, has essentially crashed into the barrier, and then takes a cheeky ninth place. Yeah, um, yeah it's weird. naughty, but I can understand why they introduced yeah. that rule because if anyone's race is hindered by even one tenth of a second, they'll go, "Well, you threw the checkered flag." Yeah. So yeah, because if they they can't down, go over the radio. Uh, don't worry, stop. No, keep going. Keep it's probably a rule that covers them in case um, a driver sees it, slows to a stop. Yeah. And yeah. Loses, and the race or loses the race. Yeah, exactly. Uh, imagine if Leclerc had got fastest lap there and taken the title. Oh, from taken the constructor's title to the next, next race round. And then Ferrari they went, no, actually, uh, <laughs> we Ferrari screwed up. We have one twos for the rest of the, of the season with Mercedes. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Is not scoring one point. Right, we're now on to. Well, Tommy, do you have the jingle ready? I have actually. I've got it right oh, here. It's you almost like I told you. Yeah, we didn't even have to cut away or anything. Play the. Yeah. Lovely. Every single time. I absolutely love it. Right, ABCDEF one time. Let's rate some drivers. Let's start with Mercedes. Let's go straight in. Lewis Hamilton. C. C. Yeah. C. Complained a lot. 
I'm not qualified by Bottas. an angry man. Outraced. It was a little bit like, we haven't seen that Lewis for a while where he goes into that sort of everything going against me. Why are we doing this mode? Yeah, mm. really questioning, like really, really questioning his team decisions. It's not just questioning it. It was questioning it. Then it was, I want to hear why. Tell me why. Yeah. Can yeah. we just talk about this for a minute? Mad Let's how we have a chat. Mad how they're. You just think about it. They're racing at two hundred miles an hour, and then he's like, "No, can I? Can I? Can I get an explanation?" Just whilst he's flying through the S's, like, "Can I just? Yeah. Can I just get a little, just quick explanation if that's all right?" You know, it's, yeah. it's absolute madness. So C. Okay, let's go with C. Battery Bottas A. I've, mm. A, yeah. Yeah, I'd go A. Not A star, but A. Yeah, Because yeah. he didn't qualify great, but he beat Hamilton in qualifying. And then. I was just thinking whether race. it was like a perfect the race, but. It did, obviously, did jump the start. I mean, anticipated start. the start. <laughs> um, yeah, is an A. Yeah, let's go for A. An A. Yeah. Okay. Ferrari, Sebastian Vettel. A B. A B, yeah. Uh, I've got B on here. Epic, epic qualifying. He's he's very good around Suzuka, but I was, I was surprised at how he just couldn't. After he lost the, you know, position to Bottas, how yeah. he was just nowhere. Just Ferrari just didn't have the yeah, pace. Yeah, Ferrari. there was just never a moment where you thought Ferrari would have been in the race if after he that had stayed in the lead on the first lap. That would have made it quite an interesting race. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah definitely. Would have been all over him. But then, if Charles was out of the picture, he wouldn't have won the race anyway. Yeah, Mercedes would have just done some yeah. strategies yeah, and, yeah. and won with Hamilton probably. Yeah, uh, I, I want. I'm inclined to call to give sorry Vettel an A purely because I think the Ferrari wasn't there. In race trim, and he did absolutely everything. He outqualified Leclerc with the for the car. first time in ages as well. Outqualified yeah. Leclerc and kept Hamilton behind on lap fifty-one. When no, he so was I think all the over. only mistake he made was that start. I think. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Maybe, maybe an A is. Yeah, fair, I think. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. overturned! I love yeah. it. Absolutely love it. Charles Leclerc, D, D, oh, D. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's difficult because obviously he had decent qualifying. Got outqualified by his teammate, but was second. But I, I, I don't know. It, it, I, I mainly leaning towards a C purely because of all the overtakes that he did and the, the, the race craft behind it. I know that he's in a better car. Only one Suzuka of those overtakes is... was good. The one on Gasly and Spoon. Yeah, the rest but... of them were just... Bleh. Yeah, but just but he like was using his racing, racing knowledge in the sense of like getting out of the slipstream to make sure he gets a better uh, run out of a hairpin. It was a solid recovery drive. He did a good move on Gasly. The Gasly move was very good, yeah. And then he did a good move on Raikkonen into 130R. That's not... You, you no. That was that's ballsy. Not. Nothing that happens at 130R is impressive. I mean, <laughs> wow. Okay, that's a big statement. Raikkonen was like two inches away from his rear wheel as well. I swear that they were so close when they went through 130R. Like, it, it, was was, it was brave. Like, I know in the grand scheme of things, you know, whether it's a corner, whether it's not, it's not even 130 degrees anymore, is it? No. Not so it's, not, it's not 130 All right, let's give him a D because he, he drove around with damage as well. Not yeah. Happy. Uh, Red Bull, Max Verstappen. <laughs> how, I, think, how... I think it's a non-applicable. Not Na rather NA. than NA. U because yeah. U is bad. It's bad. And Na is it's not just applicable. we can't we can't rate, rate him. him. So we'll average him out on that graphic. We'll give him an A star purely because of his start. That's it. Um, <laughs> it's not an A star for anyone making their tables because I know there are people out there that are creating these tables, uh, Olympic tables. So we will give him an Na. Uh, Alex Albon. A B. A B. B. Yeah. yeah. Oh, guys, can we stop agreeing, please? This is weird. I know, but. B, you think he was? I, w- I would have said messed that. up his start. I think the fact that he, I would have said an A, but he was a minute behind the winner at the end. Oh I yeah, it's not. An if, yeah, it's definitely not an A. Would have been as far as a minute behind. And he was in, he would have finished sixth. It was his best weekend at Red Bull so far. It was a good. Yeah, that's the thing. We I say agree. it's the best, but then we look at. I think he was more impressive in Belgium because oh, probably because that was his first one, wasn't it? Yeah, and no yeah. one expected him to do it. Yeah. Whereas in this one, 
he literally would have finished sixth, probably thirty seconds behind everyone yeah. else. He's doing he's doing that. everything that Red Bull want him to do. Yeah, yeah. So be fair, fair enough. As you made that meme, um, which was about qualifying and oh yeah, and so stay. we need you to max, uh, max, 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 match max, and he literally and exactly the same time in Q two, Q three, no Q three, Q three, but yeah, first run. But Oh, no, uh, no Q3, but because he said it after he oh, was sixth. So, so close. So, so close to not qualifying. Uh, Renault, Daniel Ricciardo. Great drive, A. No, B. B. Qualifying. His qualifying was dreadful. His qualifying was dreadful, but he finished seventh. Yeah, but that doesn't excuse No, the sixth. Qual- it's a Charles penalty. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. excuse the qualifying, I don't think. But he was absolutely banging things in. He had a great start. A great start, great stint. I guess, stint. yeah, actually... Well, I guess if we're giving Albon a B, his drive was a lot better. I know he did mess up qualifying, and but I guess you have Renault, to prioritise the race. Which technically might be a car that's cheating. So maybe we might have to change this to <laughs> I an think, upgradable. I think his drive was really good. And I like the fact as well that um, Renault did the whole give give Danny Rick a go now when he was like, don't worry, I'll get again. them. Yeah, and then did. I mean, fair play. In fact, yeah. I think it's an A just yeah, for that radio right. message. I'm yeah. liking this power of... I'm like, I just want to suggest this to the table. And you're like, I accept your feedback. Let's change it. Nice. <laughs> we're a having, a, we're having a constructive... Maybe you know, we are. A debate. No fun, yeah. is it? We're, we're no. <laughs> we, need to, uh, we need to argue more. Right, Nico Hulkenberg. B? C? Where did he, he got a good start, didn't he? That was quite well, a good start. 15th to 10th, so that's not... Good. His start was lit. Yeah, it was good. But, yeah, he went round the the start? I don't think I've seen the start. Oh, he went, really he went round the outside of about He got four a great people. start and then genuinely had an absolute car whip and no more uh, going past Giovinazzi, I think, going into turn one. And it was wince worthy. But yeah, it's great. And he went all the way around the outside and then, yeah, he gained like five positions in the first lap right. around Suzuka. B. 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 Haas. Roman Grosjean. Where These are he? always so difficult. Where yeah. was he? He qualified 10th and finished like 12th, I think. He was sort of. 15th. The, he was sort of. He finished 15th. No, did he? I thought. <laughs> he must have dropped back at the yeah. end. Like all the Hassan. I, I do. feel like he did a good job this weekend. Put the Hass in Q3. And oh, yeah, that is fair. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's normally quite good at Suzuka, so I'm inclined to think he probably got a fair amount out of the car. Plus, he built a Tyrrell P34 on his day off, which has got to be worth a grade <laughs> up as well. Oh, we're not giving any grades for what they did on their day off. I don't know. We have done that before. C? <laughs> uh, C at best, I think. If we're going to go, oh, let's go. Yeah, I don't C. think you've got to yeah. give him qualifying. Yeah, Kevin Magnussen. We can't gets, give him a B yeah. for 15th. Kevin Magnussen finished 17th. D, if, if that. D, yeah. He crashed in qualifying as well. Oh, E. F. 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 Yeah. I mean, yeah if Grosjean's F. getting a C, Magnussen needs F. a lot worse a grade because yeah. he. I think he even admitted himself that he had a rubbish weekend. McLaren. Carlos Sainz. A. 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 Star? A. What more could he Where have did he Yeah, that's, I, I wrote, I wrote this actually and said A star, no, epic star, nearly got Hamilton. If Where did he qualify? Seventh? Sixth. He must, uh, he must have been seventh. Sorry, seventh. Yeah, yeah. sorry, seventh. And almost got into third? Fourth. Fourth? Yeah. Yeah, fourth. Fourth, because it had been Vettel, Bottas. Sorry, Bottas, Vettel, Leclerc at the time. And then, oh, yeah, and then yeah. Leclerc had the problem. So, yeah, almost yeah, got into start. fourth. Perfect start. Made, made his one-stop work. Had um, he actually had such good pace that it stopped uh, Leclerc from uh, going to like basically giving up. Uh, Leclerc gave up his charge to kind of catch Sainz yeah, because yeah. Sainz had such good pace. Otherwise, Leclerc wouldn't have pitted for the fastest lap. 
Right. Yeah. Because he just gave up on that. He was he was mega on the floor. Amazing. And yeah, he is driving so so well. He is one of the drivers of the season. Yes. Yeah. Consistently really good. He's the best Mm. midfielder. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. A star. I think both McLaren drivers, in fairness, have their weekends where they yeah. just check out. Only one of them seems to have a good weekend at once. One yeah. of the other ones <laughs> yeah. having like really yeah, so those true. two really racing each other, do you? It's either no. one's been hit or whatever. So it's yeah. crazy. Uh, Lando. Had a bit of a... He couldn't make his tyres last. I, I know he was really unlucky because he got screwed by the debris. Yeah, he actually... So he actually... Stuff in his brakes, right? Yeah, that's yeah, why he had to pit. From Leclerc. Yeah. So... From that flying off, he had to pit. It wasn't anything to do with the Albon incident. He pitted just coincidentally straight mm-hmm. after that. Um, he's he's just been very unlucky. He does have good pace, and he's not that far from Carlos, who's doing an unbelievable job. Yeah. Uh, even even the start, he was unlucky. Where he, I think he got a better start than Sainz, and he was going around the outside, um, just slightly ahead, and maybe would have had the inside for the next corner but because Verstappen and Leclerc crashed he had to back out and then Sainz went past him and yeah just very unlucky really. difficult so C. 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 yeah C. okay racing point Sergio Perez he was doing all right he kind of like finished ninth it's kind of like Ricardo really he had the terrible qualifying and then a really good race yeah it was kind of like ended up in the wall but still finished ninth yeah yeah but he did do it trying to go around the outside of Gasly at turn two, which is yeah. if you're going to crash out, that's a good way to go. I think <laughs> it's a good way to go. Uh, Maybe ooh, oh, there's my up. huh? You with your water? Can you timestamp that? For the <laughs> um, uh, B B for ballsy. Yeah, I'd go for a B. Okay. Maybe maybe Perez saw the checkered flag light and was and like, was like it doesn't matter it. now. Yeah, I'll get this position regardless. I'm I'm going to just go for this outrageous for move around the outside to just. Please the fans. Yeah. Fair yeah. Well done. Uh, <laughs> Lance Stroll, C? I'll say C. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was funny how um, Stroll, everyone said he's a bit of a Sunday driver because he's really bad at qualifying. And yeah. then they did qualifying on a Sunday. Yeah. And he got it into <laughs> Q... Q2. Q2. Like was he on the grid? Or yeah. So he, and Perez was, what, 19th or 18th, something like that? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Finally, just Sunday. Just yeah. Sunday, he can qualify. He has his race <laughs> and he's absolutely ready. Um, <laughs> Alfa Romeo, Kimi Raikkonen. D. D. I don't, I don't but D for both the Alphas. I don't just... remember seeing them in the race at all. Pretty much. No, Alfa yeah. have just it's dropped weird, off. Yeah, the they cliff. have dropped off because they were really quite impressive, especially with Raikkonen in the first half of the season. Uh, but it seems like Giovinazzi has come strong. The car's got worse. Yeah. And so has Raikkonen. Yeah. Yeah. It's an odd one. But I think Giovinazzi, one. for me, has proved himself in the second half of the season to, yeah. uh, to at least have another year. Yeah, me too. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Would you agree, Tommy? Yeah, I yeah. would. You kind of went... Uh, no, no, I, I agree that uh, he's a, a better prospect than Hulkenberg as well. So we're going to go for C. Ooh. C- oh, we won't Ooh. carry on with that. Maybe oh next podcast. God, that's a whole podcast in itself. Uh, C's for Raikkonen and Giovinazzi? D's? D's. Sorry, D's. Did Giovinazzi finish ahead of Raikkonen? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, sorry. No, he's 16th. Okay, so D's. D's for both of them. D's. Uh, Toro Rosso, Danny Kvyat? D. D. He was just nowhere, nowhere really, really. especially yeah. when Gasly really was so impressive. Gasly. Yeah. yeah, massively. Which is crazy. You just what is going on with Gasly? So, what we're going to say for Kvyat? D. D. Where did he qualify, Kvyat? Like fourteenth or fifteenth or something. I was like twenty sixth. No, that's his race number. Fourteenth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
really yeah, fourteenth and finished twelfth. Just okay, let's go not great. Uh, Pierre Gasly, A, I think. Yeah, definitely an A. Solid A. Yeah. Where do you where do you qualify? He qualified uh, ninth, so he got in yeah, Q three and yeah. just raced at the they there pretty much raced yeah, at yeah. the front. Yeah, yeah. really good. Fair nice. play to him. All right. So we'll give a B to Gasly. Uh, a to Gasly, a to Gasly yeah. Uh, Williams, George Russell. Oh, God. How do you rate him? How do you rate him? How B? do you ever rate these people? His fastest lap was a second quicker than Kubica, if Shock. that's anything. Kubica was um, one lap of fuel on soft tyres as well. And like, do, you give him, do you give him an A and Kubica an E, or do you give them like C and D? You just <laughs> don't yeah, it's so I think it's, it's a, so a, B, to judge. a B for Russell. I'd solid B. Can't go wrong with a B. Yeah. And then a C for Kubica. Oh, no, worse F. 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 He crashed, oh, yeah, he he binned it in qualifying. Yeah. F. And personally, I, I, I'm not a fan of how sort of bitter this is getting between yeah. Kibitzer and Williams about him complaining about his wing and why did they retire me with this uh, from the Just last race? It, lad. Like, you know, it should be this nice fairy tale story that he's, like he's come got four back. Four races left. Try and enjoy, enjoy the rest of your F1 career, or yeah. just let someone else have a go. Yeah, they're thing. not even yeah. fighting for points. <laughs> Just enjoy racing for the last four times. Yeah, yeah. Of your career. It's yeah. Odd. Okay, predictions for Japan. This is what we went for. So I said Charles Leclerc five poles in a row. Close, oh. but no cigar. What were you going to say? I, th- I thought we were doing predictions for the next race. I was like, no, 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 because no, 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 no. that's not happened. <laughs> no, this is for Japan. Um, so that was half point. Sorry, <laughs> it's close, isn't it? <laughs> no, just with I'm, I'm looking at how if I can mind. get half a point for anything. No, no, we no, can go half, half a point. It's not half a point for oh, Charles Leclerc five okay. poles in a row because we're not we're not going to do that because Jess will kill us in the next one. Uh, Verstappen will crash at some point during the race weekend. Yeah. Yes, that's a full wholesome point if I've ever seen it. Uh, Jess, you went for um, someone will try a ballsy move through Spoon. Good yeah. work, Jess. Yeah, that's well definitely a point. I think Hulkenberg's was one of the best moves through Spoon. I feel like he made a, a ballsy move. Yeah. Okay. And the uh, Rugby World Cup will be mentioned. Now, I don't think it was Rugby World Cup. They were playing hand egg in, in, the, in the pits during Saturday. No, no, Friday. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I've heard that they were actually talking about Australian rugby or something. I think they used the the Rugby World Cup hashtag or something at one point. One of the teams did. So. Well, she's not here. So what do we do? Just give the points to Dan. She doesn't get them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not here. By the way, just if you're wondering, where is Jess? Uh, she's, uh, she just couldn't be bothered to come on the podcast because Bottas won. Isn't that right? Yeah. 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 It, made her, it made her ill. It literally made her... She's, up, she's been off sick. Since uh, since Bottas won, it's, uh, <laughs> that's not true. Just so you're aware, but um, I'm sure Jess will be back and want to to clarify why she was away. <laughs> but it wasn't because Bottas won. Uh, Tommy, your two. Uh, both Tarossos were in Q3. Wrong. Half. No. Half of just because one was. No, um, you said both. Yeah, and a fan will show up dressed as a Red Bull can. They didn't. Zero points for you. No. A few people sad. sent me some pictures of. Someone dressed as a Red Bull camp. I think it was from like six years ago. Or <laughs> You're like, like half. <laughs> 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 okay, and the fan said Charlie Base 18. Well, they didn't say that. Charlie Base 18 said Jovanazzi outqualifies Kimmy again. Yes. Yeah. He did. He, he did. did. He did. Yeah. It's a point. Gameaholic for the win. No Red Bull on the podium. Yes. Yes. Wow. Elliot Wardle 4. There will be multiple Land of the Rising Sun references by Crofty. No, he did. said it once. That's not multiple. But you didn't specify. But Come on, did, guys, remember. Well, he, sorry, yeah, he, he <laughs> overused his um, okay. power. Right, so two points for the fans. Good job. Right, predictions for Mexico. I have gone for Ferrari to make it six poles in a row. He says it's your prediction yeah. every week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm still on the Ferrari slash uh, Um Danny Rick will have some Mexican-style facial hair. 
He's has a beard at the moment, so I reckon he's going to work. Like a like, taco. Yeah. Sorry? No. Yeah, I know God. what you meant. Uh, Dan, <laughs> you have submitted two in for Jess. Uh, what are your two? Uh, a, a midfield team will finish fourth. Which sounds like a Jess prediction to me. Just standard basic, just going for a... Going for the points? No, no, I'm joking, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, let's hope not. <laughs> and the other one? Uh, there'll be some kind of ridiculous, really cheesy celebration after the podium. Well, that's, doing that. that's basically like, Mexico, isn't it? I mean, we've had a, a couple. Like, you know, they'll have like one of those machines that they have for children outside of supermarkets, like a fake budget of little helicopter, and the winner will be forced to ride it on the podium. Okay, Can we so... say you don't get a point if it's a DJ like last year? Yeah. Yeah, they're going to go. It has to be something different. To be the exact. Okay, whoever is beeping outside, can sh- they shut up? Thank you. Um, so, if, but if that example that you've just yeah, <laughs> can, can I you, win the whole podcast? You win a million points. Okay, right. You get unlimited points. And I'll Tommy, make... your two. Uh, Hamilton won't take the title in that race. Okay, <laughs> he will win the title. That would be a bold claim. <laughs> uh, and uh, there'll be some fans with, uh, or at any point in the weekend. Mexican wrestler masks in F1 liveries. Okay, fair. Nice. Okay, and the fans, GPR Burns, a random celebrity will congratulate Lewis over the radio if he wraps up title number six, which you can pretty much guarantee there'll be someone. Nick eating pizza, someone will wear a som- sombra halo, a sombrero with a halo on top. That's a good one like that. And Mansa Hedge S, no Renault on the grid. Oh, spicy. We, we haven't actually mentioned that, so... Racing Point lodged a protest against. They lodged it. Renault. Hard. They lodged a big, it. Hard lodge of protest. That was like with a twelve-page 12 document or something. Was it? Dossier. Yeah, a dossier. 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 That sounds even more scary. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what makes it a dossier? Uh, level of severity. Okay. Yeah. I thought it might just be that it's in a ring binder. You wouldn't have like... No, no. When you <laughs> save the file rather than dot doc, it's dot dos. Dot dos. Oh yeah. yeah. Ms dos. Ms dos. Microsoft dossier. Uh, Good bants. Yeah. We're recording. Uh, we're recording this on Monday, by the way. So if by the if time we release results, tomorrow sorry. or whenever, and they've been disqualified, we didn't know about it. Yeah. Hope you have enjoyed this uh, WTF One podcast and uh, the lovely Dan as Jess's replacement. Not a replacement. You are a not even a substitute. What are you? What's a good way of saying that you're not a replacement? A substitute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jess is equal. There you go. Is that? No, that's not right either. Right, cool. Thank you so much for uh, for watching slash listening. Make sure to give us a five-star review no matter where you are. And uh, that's pretty much it. Smash that like button. I hope you've enjoyed the, the longer podcast as well. We've heard you. We've heard you loud and clear. And I hope you've pretty much got over an hour's worth of content. So make sure you give us some love. If, if it's a like, if it's a subscribe, if it's a five-star, if it's a comment. Any of those. All of those. Okay? Thank you so much. We'll see you in under two weeks for the Mexican Grand Prix podcast. And uh, Dan, it's been lovely having you, Tommy. Thanks for as always. You know, wow, you're still, a, still alive. And that's and I'm Matt. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. 
That's managementconcepts.com. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 